let's talk Miami Vice season four, episode two. Amen. Send money with Fast Freddy, uh, aka uh, Ben Stiller, uh, as well as a televangelist story. Uh, Brian, what did you think of the uh, of, of the uh, the cr- this version of a televangelist in Florida story versus the the one we have been uh, the watching previous on one HBO. with Phil, yeah. Phil Collins or oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, There's no I, righteous gemstones aspect to this as much. I don't know. There? There's a lot of DNA that would later become righteous gemstones. There's also a prescient amount of um, uh, evangelism based on abundance uh about like uh the idea and we see this uh you know in houston texas uh, uh joel olstein preaches that you know god wants you to be wealthy and be successful or whatever um i actually thought this was a quite good episode first of all not the least of which was the the real guest star was brian dennehy who's amazing yeah. and a genuine twist in that they didn't do uh, dare I say the lazy thing and just let right. it be the sleaze bag, but instead like firmly establish halfway through. Nope. He's a true believer. <laughs> he's really a good guy. And, yeah. and all of that rhetoric that he was engaged in about how he's suffering on a cross of, uh, you know, silk or whatever. Uh, yeah, no, he is aware that he's, he, he knows how the world perceives him and he does not care because he's serving a higher power and he's willing to have the whole world thinks he's a piece of garbage if that is what will bring uh, uh you know his mission to to the world uh, at large um i liked it a lot also we got the the principle from back to the future uh, to be honest ben stiller was a very forgettable one note character in this i i, I feel like everything else was really fascinating because I was left not knowing exactly how much everybody believe, believed everything. I mean, there there were moments of Walton Goggins and Righteous Gemstones, and and I I loved it. I think it's one of the best episodes. Uh, oh, it was also, a surprisingly how, how great good does episode. Rico look with a beard? <laughs> that too, right? Yeah, I I. I was very sure I was not going to enjoy or be very bored by the plot on this. Uh, I, I knew Dennehy was good. So I'm like, well, thank goodness we have him uh, and I'll get to see the Ben Stiller scene. And I was, I was shocked with they They led me down the garden path a couple of times where I'm like, Oh, they, so they wanted me to think that Billy Bob was legit, but Oh, I, I guess they really still want me to think that Billy Bob is legit. Oh, we're at the end of the episode. I guess he like even by the end, I was like, there was no reveal. He that that really was how it worked with him, and and the principal from Back to the Future was the bad guy. Um, yeah, that that was crazy. And like like you say, Ben Stiller's uh, appearance here is so fast. Like his character's name, Fast Eddie Fletcher. Uh, you could blink and miss it, and it's almost entirely unimportant to the story as well. Though a very technically impressive scene that was a, that he that is a one shot scene for a yeah. very very long bit of it. It's a very long, very fast monologue that he delivers. It's certainly technically impressive. Uh, I, also, I believe I felt it's like fast I, might, Eddie I was looking Filcher. at Ben Stiller. Fast Eddie, what did I say? Phillips Fletcher. I think it's <laughs> oh, Felcher okay. yeah, Felcher. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, it's Fast Eddie Felcher. But yeah, he uh, he was very much Ben Stiller. Uh, if, if, if Ben Stiller ever had to do that part, uh, which I don't think he would ever agree to do again, but, uh, that, that's what I would expect Ben Stiller to be able to throw down if that's what they gave him. Right. The, uh, the opening and closing scenes were kind of, kind of 
I, 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 they punched above their weight for being a Friday night primetime broadcast television TV show where it begins. It was surprising to see Brian Dennehy unabashedly, unapologetically praising materialism, complete with essentially what 20, 30 years later would become uh, the law of attraction principles, if you believe mm-hmm. in the secret and all that stuff, uh, the the gospel of abundance and all that stuff. And then uh, I also believed him at the end, where it's like, well, here's where we are. We have nothing. And, and I honestly couldn't tell whether or not we were meant to be disgusted by the fact that the dollar started rolling in as soon as he told his truth or whether or not I, 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 did, did you get the impression that we were supposed to, to hate them at the end or whether or not the real treasure they had was in the stories they were telling and just, I got was the impression in? that this is, this is one of those cases where they're like, we, the storytellers are not making a judgment. This is, this is a character and this is what this character did. And you, the listener will have to decide, do you think he's moral? Do you think he's amoral? Do you think he's somewhere else? Uh, and I loved that. I, because I thought clearly when they showed him at the beginning, like, oh, this is our villain. They're very obviously setting him up to be a villain because he's saying all these things about, you know, that are hypocritical and stuff. And and then they didn't do that. I thought that was incredibly interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> whether or not the money came in, the fact that they, that that was the, the hill that they tried to elicit sympathy from. It's like, oh, look at me, my... My my financial domination scheme is uh, not. Uh, you mean from the uh, audience or what, from his audience in in the in the world of just, the story? I, I guess just the just the 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 details of them doing you know doing that monologue yeah, yeah. in the in the wreckage of the studio. This, uh-huh. I, you know what? I this episode is so weird. This episode is like a cartoon. I almost texted you guys oh, really? to ask if this was Miami Vice because n- this is this is a really left field for Miami. Vice. I, I, I the agree. beginning is very cartoony. I'll give you that. Yeah, I, <laughs> there's a the uh, I I only wrote this down. I don't remember who said this, but at some point someone goes, "I've been to jail. Jail sucks." Oh, that's the wife who's in the middle of getting busted oh, uh, right. buying drugs. Also, okay, here's one. Uh, Rico, why did you meet her at the studio? <laughs> Look, there's there's a lot of structural problems. That, no, it's so that, stupid that, that they don't. Entirely unbelievable that someone as experienced as Detective Ricardo Tubbs mm-hmm. would be like, "Well, I guess I." And then they call the, the the worst part is they called him on it. Rico, why'd you go down there? And he doesn't have a good answer. No, However, they don't even tell you that they're doing it because it's so stupid. You just have to look at that pedestal thing and be like, "Hey, that the pedestal thing for their stupid team? What the hell?" Also, the full one minute scientific moment where he explains how much power goes through a, 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 a oh, broadcast the, antenna the and then he's like thing. what's going on he's like night school vice isn't forever uh-huh. <laughs> like okay also Sw- who did whoever Switech is Switech's actor must have blackmail on someone they gave him three like stop and go one-liners in this episode <laughs> where he just hey Switech, you want the last word on this and that's that's the patrol. Uh, well, like, okay, that's the, that's right. the line that my contract requires I get in order to be paid. Like they stop episode. every. Uh. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> no, you're right. I, also, when Mason Mather is climbing the tower and we're waiting for him to get electrocuted, it was just, it was a little grueling. Was well, and, like, and also, we all know what's about to happen. That so. was one of those, like, uh, uh, more cartoonish than usual for Miami Vice that uh, cut to reaction shots and hilarious Looney Tunes sound effects of somebody <laughs> being electrocuted. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, the story is incredibly interesting and surprising. Uh, I know it's I, overcomplicated. What? Yeah. No, I, I didn't think it was overcomplicated. Okay. Well, it, it's, it, I don't think the through line was overcomplicated. There's, there's certainly things like the, the climbing the tower that are overcomplicated. I think that before I had seen the righteous gemstones, I would have thought it was overly complicated. Mm. But then I, after having seen that, I'm like, yeah, okay, it's about you know 30 to 40 percent of a righteous gemstones <laughs> plot arrangement where it's For like sure. everybody yeah. works in this same market and they all know everybody's gimmicks and backstory and that kind of thing. Yeah, but it's also it's a different genre. Yes. No, I mean, it's not oh, as good as it was a gemstones. weird Miami Vice. It was a weird genre for Miami Vice Probably. to treat. And I actually enjoyed that. I was like, well, that's interesting. That's different. Mm -hmm. uh, which is the reputation Miami Vice had at the time. I, I you know, we, we've talked about it before, but don't forget Miami Vice was considered to be the groundbreaking show of, of its time, even if it doesn't look as much like that. Speaking of which, we're, we're getting near the end of uh, our journey. Like we're now on season four. Uh, and we're seeing yeah, there's these, only five seasons. Uh, we're yeah. seeing the changes where it's like, you know, we've got Rico rocking a beard. We've got um, uh, uh, Crockett uh, we're no longer quite with a mullet, just sort of a more mm -hmm. traditional uh, lion's mane of, of a hairstyle. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be sad when we're finished. It's this is a good show. It's it's fun to watch uh, uh, and, and it's surprising where it's good. I, it's 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 good in places that I wouldn't have expected. And it's also bad in places where I wouldn't have expected yep. either from a primetime television Man, show. Man, I love seeing that same street, though. That same street yeah. that we keep seeing them walk down, good, good that street. That one that they have the permit for? So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, next week, Miguel Ferrer from Twin Peaks. You remember him? No, I don't. He played, uh, he, he was also in a lot of crime shows, so you'll probably recognize him from, from other stuff if you don't. But in, in Twin Peaks, he was... He was the guy that was sent to to look into Agent Cooper uh, when when Cooper was was uh, uh, you know accused of things. He was he was sent by the FBI to kind of follow up. I know. Uh, that will be next week. That is Death and the Lady, uh, season four, episode three. Where we don't always go in order. We we sometimes skip, but we aren't haven't been skipping lately. Um, that is going to do it for Miami Vice Season 4, Episode 2. Like I said, next week, Miami Vice Season 4, Episode 3, Death and the Lady. Also, The Last of Us Season 1, Episode 3. And 2521 Season 1, Episode 11. And there are only 16 episodes of 2521. Oh. So we are getting towards the end of that story. Uh, don't forget, folks, you get these episodes earlier if you subscribe at patreon.com slash cordkillers. You also get them broken up nicely, and you get bonuses like your own RSS feed, exclusive After Talk podcast, updates directly to your invite. invite? <laughs> what is wrong with me today? Updates directly to your inbox. Whether you doesn't matter what your dental situation is. You will get that update in your inbox. <laughs> Thank yep. you, everyone, for supporting us at patreon.com slash cordkillers. 
We'll spoil you again next time. Good job, Tom. Thank you. You talk pretty. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>